What's up Keen Gamers, welcome to today's audio review for Grimm's Hollow. It was originally written by Dakota Gordon for KeenGamer.com and my name is Nick Banks, your narrator today. Grimm's Hollow. Harrowing ambition. Alone to wander the afterlife, Lavender awakes to a ghastly sight. Balloons. Determined to find answers, you are tasked with helping Lavender wander the desolate purpleness of the afterlife, combating the toils of regret and solitude along the way. To review Grimm's Hollow is akin to reviewing the struggle within all of us. This review of Grimm's Hollow will set a personal achievement. Normally, when I prepare to write down a formal review, the subject has set in my mind for at least a day or more. While I believe that critiquing is best done when the topic is fresh, there remains an urgency to let the emotions settle. My personal schedule will not permit me this leniency this time around, so in order to get this article out on Halloween, I have to do it within an hour of finishing the game. With an RPG like this, residual emotions may run the risk of tampering with my personal preferences. This time of year is one that many count down the days to. Halloween remains one of the most impactful holidays in the United States, resulting in millions of communities allowing kids in costumes to go around the neighbourhood from early to late evening, demanding candy with a magic phrase. Even as an adult, the opportunity to cosplay and participate in scary activities makes October 31st a memorable day for most of us. For me, I don't generally dress up or do anything too out of the ordinary. What I do like to do is partake in spookier than normal games and what have you. Wouldn't you know, Grimm's Hollow comes out of nowhere and releases the night before Halloween, providing an eventful pre-Halloween treat. Story While I've been wrong about a creator's intentions before, this game feels like it wishes to tell a story more than it wants to enrich the RPG formula. The story-rich moniker, excessive amounts of dialogue and presentation of characters and narrative significance reminds me a lot of Undertale. Similar as it may be, Grimm's Hollow is its own entity wishing to provoke and elaborate on a story that's a tad more straightforward. Something that you'll notice right away is the game's desire to look cute. Humour is involved fairly early on quite a lot, and periodically throughout the events that follow. Much of it isn't funny, but at least it isn't so distracting that you couldn't take the game seriously. Some of this may be a result of our protagonist, Lavender, and the spunk that she brings as a lead. While her age is only implied, her presence evokes a maternal maturity found in those a little bit older, inquisitive, caring, immensely stubborn. Her independence makes for an endearing perspective. There are some things that a silent protagonist can't provide, and this is an example of a well-written lead character. The game is as much her journey as it is yours. And despite all of the humour found earlier in the game, where Grimm's Hollow is likely to surprise you is just how serious the story gets, and this makes it risky to review. Efforts have been made in the past to generalise a story based on vague emotional buffers to avoid spoilers, and this may be another case. On paper, the story is simple. A girl dies and awakens in the afterlife with a sudden realisation that she needs to find her brother. Upon doing so, the goal shifts 
and the focus of the story alters its trajectory. With the twists and loops in the middle only really done to hamper expected arrival at the end. In the big picture there's only a single goal. The entire game is confined to seeing it through. To some, that lack of nuance could be a deal breaker. For what it's worth, this linear path of storytelling isn't so painful. Of what does occur, I was invested enough to care for the characters involved. Characters have clear goals and personalities that embody their place in the game. And while I may simply be too excitable, I'd argue there's symbolic representation to the events of the game, specific characters and their ambitions, the type of enemies they face, the areas one goes through and the trials that Lavender faces. It all feels strangely calculated, messages lying in wait that could make for repeated dissections, as could the heartfelt messages of loss and forgiveness. Gameplay Covering the gameplay portion of this review kind of made me think that the developers were more interested in telling a story. Reason for that, the gameplay aspects? not that deep in Grimm's Hollow. As an RPG, this is a very run-of-the-mill interpretation of the genre, with some real-time strategy as a bit of spice. One can level up various statistics, learn new moves, build up experience points to use as currency in shops or within a talent tree. Battles consist of normal attacks and special moves, items and fleeing. One has a timer bar that one must wait to fill before doing anything, as is the same for enemies. All of this likely sounds very familiar, and it will if you've ever played an RPG. This review could paint Grimm's Hollow into a very bare-boned gameplay experience, but in all honesty, I was fine with it. It's a matter of expectation. This game is free, and spans only two hours. Don't expect Chrono Trigger. If you're an RPG veteran, this probably isn't the game for you. Should the incredibly simple and straightforward game mechanics not bother you, there is fun to be had here. Battles take up about 60% of the game's two-hour-ish runtime, so you need to get fond of it pretty quick. The assortment of enemies that you face provides an ample challenge to experiment with new techniques and strategies. Some enemies multiply, others poison, while a few are just all-around awful. My advice to anyone trying this out, though, is to advance through the talents tree immediately. I died a handful of times within the first 20 minutes because of neglecting that talent tree. The initial stages of the game kind of throw instructions at you and expect you to pick it up as you go along. From a performance standpoint, Grimm's Hollow runs well, though not flawlessly. Movement feels a tad stiff, and when it comes to traversing water tiles, movement suddenly gets a little bit too snappy. While I didn't go out of my way to walk through every wall, there was one I stumbled upon by accident, where I stepped into the black void of the background, which seemed to serve no purpose. Some issues with menus popping up when they shouldn't be occurred during endgame battles. Nothing game-breaking by any means, but enough accumulative bugs to question the immersiveness of the world. Graphics and audio. I must admit, I do tend to lean more towards darker aesthetics 
over there, colourful cousins. Grimm's Hollow has a wonderful world to review, complete with deep shades of purple, blue, black. It reminds me quite a bit of the underground caves in Outbuddies, only fluffier. As I said before, the game wishes to be cute, and that can be seen quite provocatively with this aesthetic. Most important characters have round, chibi-ish faces. They frankly feel almost Hot Topic-esque. Enemy designs have a very ghostly, at times horrific design that embodies the chaos of the afterlife. The only thing I would find improvable would be the quality of characters in-game sprites. Some characters, like Grimm, look like giant balls of black with faces, which seems amateurish. The hand-drawn images, though, are gorgeous, and I wish they were more prevalent throughout the story. Originally, Grimm's Hollow was advertising specific names within its composition of music. It made me grow a little more expectant of Grimm's Hollow's soundtrack. They kept putting it out there, so I expected the soundtrack to be something, something worthwhile. In a highly subjective field like music, I kind of feel like Grimm's Hollow has a decent soundtrack. I enjoyed the way that battle themes changed depending on the area and the awareness to occasionally minimise it in emotional moments. And that brings me on to the main point with music. It is indeed nothing to write home about, however what I enjoyed about it the most was its ability to evoke emotion in the right moments as opposed to the soundtrack as a whole. Nothing that you would bob your head to, just something that helps an already moving narrative for me. It was enough. In summary, Grimm's Hollow could make for a quick, satisfying Halloween treat. Just a quick little nibble to satisfy that quick Halloween craving. But what it doesn't do with gameplay finesse, Grimm's Hollow makes up for in emotional value. Feelings that we all share when it comes to love, loss and self-sacrifice it's all on display with careful positioning in Grimm's Hollow. Gameplay traditionalists will scorn it, but for those willing to accept simplicity wrapped in heartfelt ambition, it's a steal, especially when you consider the game is free. To wrap everything up now in a nutshell, the good points involve emotional, potentially symbolically rich storylines, a very good but gloomy aesthetic, Overall quality far exceeds the game's free status. And then the bad points. We feel that RPG elements are at a bare minimum. Story has very little nuance. It tends to be quite one-tracked. And lastly, in the bad points here, somewhat ambiguous instruction details near the start of the game may run the risk of pushing some players away. Grim's Hollow gets a 6.5 out of 10. Thanks for listening to today's audio recording here at Keen Gamer. I was your narrator, Nick Banks, and the Grimm's Hollow review was originally written for KeenGamer.com by Dakota Gordon. And remember, if you enjoyed today's audio review, odds are you'll enjoy the rest of our website. So why don't you join the Keen Gamer family, hop on over to KeenGamer.com and make yourself a little account there so that you can receive weekly news roundups and other little updates in your email inbox. Until next time, keen gamers, take it easy.